This is the Partnership Podcast, where we bring you all things business from the Vale Valley, including business news, current issues, advocacy alerts, community conversations, and more. Presented by Vale Valley Partnership. All right, it's uh, the Partnership Podcast. It's Eric Williams. So glad to be joined by you all here in Radio Land, but also uh, Mr. Chris Romer, President and CEO of Vale Valley Partnership. Chris, how do we find you today? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate it. Looking forward to looking forward to the discussion. We are going to talk about the winter business preview. We were talking winter preview. I'm not going to ask him one question about snowfall. We're not going to do that whatsoever, although that does play into winter business, certainly. But uh, let's turn it to our business district and let's talk about what's the word on the street? Are people expecting good year, medium or bad year? Yeah, it's a it's a great question. We have a lot of people asking us that here at the partnership and at the chamber it's hard for me to go to any public setting or post office or anything and not have people say, hey, how's the season shaping up? How's the, how are things looking? Uh, so it's a, it's a good topic and an appropriate topic as we sit here before the Christmas holiday, wondering what the, the winter is going to look like. And I would, I would answer your question very briefly with the idea that the winter season is going to be just fine. Good. Now, let me give you some context to Please that. Do. I know I, I, I have a little sense of peace now, but I need context. Yeah, yeah you and, and I'm glad that I can bring that to you around the holiday season. The the prognostication for the winter is that, you know, we start we saw starting in July. If we'll look backwards to go forward and we saw in July that this record visitation and high uh, lodging occupancy levels and this this big pressure on our local infrastructure um, started to peter out a little bit, right? It was still historically, occupancy was still historically very good, but we weren't seeing that month over month growth that we were seeing for about 16 months. So July and August and moving forward, stabilized a little bit down off of previous, off of the previous year, uh, but still doing quite well, historically speaking. That leads us up to the current time and, and looking ahead at the winter and we've got some headwinds, right? We've got some economic headwinds, concerns about inflation, um, concerns about workforce, some general uncertainty around the um, consumer confidence levels and the Dow Jones and some of those indicators that we tend to look at to, to give us a guide of, of how the season's going to look. Interestingly, that hasn't stopped consumer spending. So consumers, are saying they don't feel as good. We see consumer confidence indexing just a little bit above 100 with 100 being average. Um, We see the Dow having some ups and downs, which again is a traditional indicator that that, uh, bookings might not be as solid, yet people continue to spend. Black Friday was a record day. Cyber Monday was a record day. Um, So as we look ahead and say, how will the winter look? We look at industry information and we look at our local lodging bookings and they're, they're a little bit down from last year, but not any more than you would expect coming off of record years and with the economic headwinds that I mentioned earlier. So are we going to beat last year's numbers in terms of visitation? No. Do most people in the business community think that that's okay? Yes. <laughs> And the reason being the pressure that it placed on their staff and their workforce and the the guest experience, frankly, not being at the level that we've become accustomed to and that our guests expect. So all in all, 
we're going to have a, a good winter by any historic definition, um, but it probably won't match up to last season. I'll give one more little caveat there. I'm talking about visitor volume. Yeah. And I'm talking about the number of guests um, coming here to Eagle County and the Vale Valley. Um, I'm not talking about sales tax revenues. Those are going to be just fine. Those are actually going to be at or maybe even above because prices have gone up. Okay. Hotel prices have gone up. Flight costs have gone up. Um, you know, that, that inflation that we see that is a headwind in many ways also means that sales tax is going to be at probably the 2022 levels, which again saw six months of record visitation. Um, so our sales tax is going to outperform our visitation. Um, so people's business volumes and individual businesses, knowing everyone's different and there's there's different factors for different industries. Uh, but again, we're going. I go back to the idea that we're going to be just fine, and we've got this um, this this false pessimism almost or secondhand pessimism where people say they don't feel good about the economy and about things, but people continue to spend. So the data, the data suggests that um, we have every reason to be cautiously optimistic about the winter and looking back at any pre-pandemic level. If you were to say, here's where we'll be in 2023, we're going to be way more than where we should. We'll be okay. Yeah. You touched on employee satisfaction and you touched on customer satisfaction just a little bit. That's one of the things that we're always talking about. Now, obviously, in the post-COVID surge of people to the mountains, we did see uh, you know lots of long waits and lots of holdups and so forth in terms of that customer satisfaction, as that's normalized a little bit as we're talking about. But also knowing that uh, many of our industries across sector are down employees, that uh, we're probably about 10% across all employees uh, at last year, depending on uh, your business. Our businesses figure out a new way to do this. Our customers going to be disappointed with the level of service or have we figured this out as a valley? I wish we had figured it out. Um, I don't think we figured it out. I think we are in the process of trying to figure it out and having businesses adapt to um, the workforce realities. But you're right, the, the data suggests that we have um, about 10% of jobs open. The, the difference between maybe historic workforce challenges and current workforce challenges is right now it is it is a completely industry agnostic workforce challenge. We have problems in education and in finance and in information technology um, in every industry, not just hospitality and not just skilled workers. It's It's everything across the board which is a little different than what our historic norm might have been, where historically maybe hospitality and the very specialized positions, uh, but now it's now it's across most most all industries, and, and so we do have to adapt. Businesses are figuring that out on, on how that looks to run with a shorter staff, and some are reducing hours, and some are pulling, um, you know, simplifying their inventory. People are doing different things to manage that so that the guest experience. Um, remains the focus. And I think that's that's the priority is um, how we make do with the reality of what we have while we focus on the more long-term workforce solutions. 
One of the things that uh, you always talk about, uh, as Chris is, you know, my boss here at the partnership, but one of the things that you, can, you can't help but walking by his office and you hear the word collaboration, 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 people coming together. We've seen that post-COVID uh, in a lot of different industries. And you often say that that's the secret sauce to getting businesses to succeed. Will you elaborate on that a little bit more as to how we can do that even better in this community? Yeah, of course. I, I, collaboration is, is um, intentional. Right, it, it doesn't happen by accident. It it requires the forethought and um, and how we work together, not just for our own individual business or entity, but on behalf of the community at large. That manifests in things like focused on on workforce training and there's businesses doing job share programs, and how we refer business during need times to each other. Um, how the nonprofit community works together for things like the Eagle County Gives Day. How the public sector and the private sector work together for things like the Regional Transportation Authority to move our, our people around the community in, in more meaningful ways. I think we're going to see it continue to manifest in new ways regarding workforce. And I think we're going to see a lot more things like job share programs um, and, and things that allow businesses to work together to provide that guest service and to provide you know, a retail store that's busier in the afternoon and a restaurant that's busier in the evening. And how do those people share jobs? Um, where instead of an employer saying, I need someone full-time at 40 hours a week, can they do 25 hours and 25 hours at the neighboring business? I think we're going to start seeing a lot of more of that out of necessity, but collaboration is in our blood. It's what makes Eagle County, gives us a huge competitive advantage over a lot of our neighboring communities and resort communities and other places around the country is that we have a we have a track record of, of collaboration and working together and being innovative on these approaches and others try to build the plane as they're flying it we have a, a long track record of doing it on the public side and the private side on the nonprofit side and that that will only benefit us as we move forward as we're looking ahead right now, this is winter 2022-2023 that uh, we're chatting about the winter business preview. I want you to uh, gaze a little farther into that crystal ball and talk to me about trends. Are we going to see continued visitor engagement increasing? Or are we going to see it start to lessen in the mountains? And I know this is all speculative, but uh, but what do you see? Yeah, we, we've seen there, there's no, there is no indicator, economic indicator or visitation indicator um, or anything that we've been able to trace. And remember, we do quite a bit of different um, data and research on behalf of the community from, from demographics to um, business trends, to visitation, um, to airport information. Like we've got, we've got a lot of data at our proverbial fingertips. Um, and there's no indication that visitation is um going to slow down or that this area won't continue to be a really attractive destination for second homeowners for groups and meetings for sporting events and tournaments for special events and music concerts um and for the leisure visitor you know we have we have a lot going for us as as we all know who live here and we'll see we'll see cyclical change with regards to um, economic trends and, and other things, but there's, there's no indication um, that we aren't primed to continue to be a world-class destination and continue to maintain our market position and our market share of visitation. So we have, we have every expectation that um, Vale and Beaver Creek and the, and the Vale Valley are well positioned for the future. 
we need to invest in sunglasses. Our future is very, very bright ahead of us. Our, our future is as bright as any other resort community in the country. That's for sure. I love hearing that. And thank you for, for speculating a little a little farther on out. So final question on the podcast today. This is our winter business preview. And uh, I'm putting, you have to imagine you're role-playing with me. You are in a business, one of our businesses. It doesn't matter what sector or what industry. And you've had a great conversation with the owner. And uh, as you're about to walk out the door, you turn around to give him one more piece of advice. Here's uh, what I would tell you to to, to be successful in this winter, and you know, not that it's the end all be all, but what's in your head? Focus on people. Focus on people. Focus on your staff. Take care of your people. Um, they will take care of your guests. You know, so people include certainly your your staff and your workforce, but also the the, the visitor and the guest. Uh, but if you don't take care of your people, it's very hard to take care of your customers. If you're a professional service organization, if you're a bank, if you're a plumber, if you're a retail store or restaurant. And you need to take care of your customers. But the, the only way you can take care of your customers is by taking care of your people. So find ways to invest in training, find ways to um, get them up on the hill if that's what they enjoy doing. Find ways to reward and recognize the people who are, are working hard and performing for you. Because if you don't take care of your people, um, it all falls apart. We've seen this across different industries and across different businesses that uh, the most successful companies here in our valley are the ones that are really pouring a lot into their employees right now. Uh, if you want more information on any of the ways that different businesses are doing that, can people reach out to you and uh, and get those connections? Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm available. I'm I often joke that I'm the most available guy in Eagle County, um, so I can be found. My my phone line is open. My email box is open. Um, I'm out and about. Always happy to have a discussion. He likes you to find him in the cereal aisle. He loves it when he's at his post office box. That's his favorite times to talk about the economy. Happens uh, all the time. Yeah. So we can't. I, uh, <laughs> I know you do. And we appreciate that. Hey, thanks for what you do. And thanks for your time today on the winter business preview. The uh, what I'm hearing, Chris, if I sum it all up, is that uh, that things are looking good. There's headwinds and there's challenges ahead. But uh, but we should have a positive outlook moving forward. Yeah, we should. It's It's not going. The numbers won't be as robust as last year, which is probably a good thing. Uh, but they'll be very good by any historic standard. That's your takeaway. I'll take that. I'll take it to the bank. It's uh, Chris Romer, our president and CEO of Vail Valley Partnership. Thank you for your time today. You got it. Thanks, Eric. Be sure to subscribe to the Partnership Podcast on whatever platform you're listening right now and find more resources at valleypartnership.com.